Coming up, why 43% of American employees are completely exhausted. And then the mistake that Bud Light's marketing VP made that you can learn from. And then, speaking of learning from big news items, Tucker Carlson, Don Lemon, fired. Helping you win at work so that you're winning in life. This is the Ken Coleman Show. I'm Ken of the people, by the people, for the people. Because I want all of you to make more money, yes, but experience tremendous meaning in your work. Life is way too short to just live for the weekend. And so I'm here to help. We teach, we coach, we comment on the world. And boy, do we have a full show today. Ho-ho! I can't wait! But let's get right to it. 43% of employees are completely exhausted. 43%. That's getting real close to half if I uh, paid attention in school, which I didn't in math. There's a lot of people are exhausted. Why? Well, I think there's two main causes of why so many Americans are exhausted. The first is they're doing the wrong work. And so when you're doing the wrong work, you become emotionally exhausted, mentally exhausted. They go hand in hand. Emotional, mental exhaustion. Because you're doing the wrong thing and you know it. You just know inherently. I've got no juice. Now, if you're new to the show, when I say, I, I, I said something about juice the other day on an Instagram post and somebody somebody went in the, some lady went in the comments and said, what does that mean? And people are like, well, it means you don't enjoy it. It's a sports term. I'm sorry. It just means you got no juice. You don't look forward to it. You're not, you have no enthusiasm when you're involved in it. And so if you're doing the wrong work, you got no juice, which is you have no joy, and you begin to question, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? You just know in your heart, in your spirit, that you're not doing the right thing. And so that leads to a whole lot of self-doubt. It leads to a whole lot of discouragement and can very quickly move into a deeper rut, which is depression. So mental and emotional exhaustion comes from the fact that you just, you're always thinking, you're always stressing, you're always worrying because you realize you're not in the right place. You're not doing the right work. So we're talking about seat on the bus, the the right work. Now, I said place, at least the second cause of exhaustion, and that's you're on the wrong bus, you're in the wrong place. I'm going to tell you something. You could be in the right seat, but on the wrong bus and be mentally and emotionally exhausted. You love the work. You got juice for the work. But because you've got weak, bad leaders directly above you and above those leaders, they allow for nonsense like gossip, toxicity, politics, just backbiting, Everybody for their own selves, dishonesty. I could go on and on and on. And that environment will suck the life out of you. You will be mentally and emotionally exhausted. Now, let's tie both of these together. The two main causes are you're doing the wrong job, so you're in the wrong seat, or you're in the right seat, but you're on the wrong bus. 
Those are the two culprits that create the mental and emotional exhaustion. Now watch this. The science bears this out. Any doctor can tell you this. When you are chronically dealing with emotional and mental exhaustion, it is not long before your body is physically exhausted. So now we just pile on. I mean, how many of you want to take a good nap when you're mentally exhausted? I know I do. I, I, I did an event in Kansas City, our career breakthrough event, um, and I did it a first one in Kansas City. Had a great crowd, sold out. It was fantastic. And I spoke for 40 minutes, and then I did questions live in the audience for 80 minutes, Alex. I mean, I, I was... I was the energizer bunny. I was going to answer every question that was asked, and I loved it. But I'm going to tell you something. In a good way, I was mentally fried at the end of that night. And so when I went back to the room, quick call to Stacy, and as soon as my head hit the pillow, gonzo. When we are mentally and emotionally spent, whether for a good reason or a bad reason, I'm telling you that you are physically exhausted as well. And imagine day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out, year in, year out, and you are just trying to make it. You're not going to be able to do it. You won't be able to stay ahead of it. Let's look at some other data. 70% of workers report that their manager had a negative impact on their mental health. <laughs> well, I don't think that's surprising. That means that their leader had more impact on their mental health than either their doctor or their therapist. In fact, the therapist is just trying to fix everything that the boss is doing. And by the way, your, your, your leader can do this to you directly because they're just turds or they're clueless. But they can also do it indirectly because they're clueless. Now, the turd is this is a this is a manager who's hurting, and so they hurt you. They hurt everybody else around them. Then you got the managers that they're not hurting anybody. They're just clueless. They've never been taught how to lead. They've never been modeled. They've never seen good leadership modeled, so they don't even know what they're doing, and they're causing you stress. Now, here's what I'm trying to help you understand. Some of you think that you can just grin and bear it. You think, I can do it. And that, I love that old phrase, right? The fake grin. Your teeth are together. I'm doing it right now for those of you watching. This isn't real. There ain't nothing real about this grin. And the idea of grin and bear it, I'm just going to get through the day. Can I warn you that if you are just trying to get through the day and the week and the month, that you probably don't have any idea the impact that that is having on you physically and relationally. I think you see the emotional, the mental, because that's what you're dealing with. You're grinning and bearing that. But what you don't realize maybe is the physical effects it's having on your body. That's affecting your eating habits. And you're probably, and I'm going to speak to men big time here, because we men seem to be so much more dense as it relates to understanding our feelings and how they affect everybody else around us. Women are so much better at it. But 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 I'm going to tell you something. You're dragging that home with you guys. The way you're talking to your wife, the way you're talking to your kids, the way you're withdrawing, that just it's 
And I'm not saying that to make you feel bad about yourself and beat up on you. I'm just saying it as a warning. Hey, and I've said this before, I don't think that working in your sweet spot as I teach, using your talent, what you do best, to do work you love passion, to produce results that motivate your mission, it's not the silver bullet, but it has a huge impact on the quality of your life, personally. So if you're not on the right seat, or in the right seat, and you're not on the right bus, you are going to be exhausted mentally, emotionally, and physically. Life is too short. I'm here to help. I've got the tools, the resources. It's time for you to take charge of your life so that you don't get to your deathbed and regret that you never lived true to who you are. Coming up, the Bud Light debacle. Bringing enormous amounts of common sense to you, the people, so that you don't live a life of cautious conformity, but one of courageous contribution. This is the Ken Coleman Show, fighting all the nonsense one day at a time. Hey, if you're enjoying the show, and many of you are, and the show is growing rapidly on YouTube, thank you very much. If you're watching clips or or shorts on YouTube, would you like what you're watching and subscribe? That helps us grow. And then if you're listening via podcast, uh, follow us and give us a five-star review. If you don't want to give a five-star review, fine. I'm not going to read any of the negative things. I just don't care. Whatever negative you're saying about me, it's bouncing off the Ethernet. I'll never see it. Could care less. This show is for people who want to make something out of their lives and take responsibility, not blaming anybody else. This is for people who are okay being provoked to think because so few of us do in today's world. Uh, well, folks, I spent three years developing what I believe is the best self-awareness tool in the world. They're not teaching this in schools. We're now teaching it as a part of Ramsey Ed. My career discovery curriculum is now available uh, and you can get that at kencoleman.com slash student. But the heart of that curriculum is my Get Clear assessment, which hundreds of thousands of people have bought. And it measures talent, what you do best, but goes further. That's the technical side of who you are. There's three threads we all have. Things we do well, that's talent. And then there's passion. We have a deep abiding love that we'll suffer for to do a certain type of work, to fill a role. And then the, that we call that passion. The third element is what motivates us intrinsically. I don't have to, nobody has to make me get up or promise me a Friday afternoon pizza party. I'm motivated by these results. That's mission. And when you understand all three, what I do best, what I love to do, and what results motivate you, you have self-awareness that begins to allow you to see yourself as the unique creature that God, creature that God made you to be, and now you can begin to see the work that will fulfill you. You know, you don't know why we have so much identity problems in this country now? It's because we're not teaching our young people how unique they are and what they can do. We're just force-feeding them in to getting a college degree they can't afford and they can't freaking use. Oh, boy, there I did it. I stepped in it early today. So you can get the assessment at kencoleman.com slash assessment. 
KenColeman.com slash assessment. All right, it's time to go to business school, folks. And this is relevant for those of you who are running your own business or want to start your own business one day. This is relevant for those of you who are in a leadership position or might be in a leadership position. And it's straight out of the headlines. But I dare say very few people are going to cover it from the angle that I'm going to. But this is what I do. Man of the people, some common sense. You've you've had to be under a rock to miss this story. Bud Light came out with a novelty can, a specialty can of Bud Light that had uh, apparently well-known and uh, transgender activist by the name of Dylan Mulvaney. And it created a firestorm. Uh, Huge, huge deal. A lot of people upset about it. There were viral videos of people running over cartons of Bud Light. Uh, Backlash like crazy because the, the transgender issue is as hot of a news item and a political foreground battlefield as there is in America. Also, for those of you who are used to hearing me, I'm not going to take a position one way or the other, so everybody relax. But I'm going to make you think about this because this is less about that social issue, and this is a deep, deep business issue that does affect all of us. And you need to learn from this because this was a massive failure. Well, you say, Ken, how do you determine that? I'll tell you. Not because of the position taken by Bud Light to platform this activist, but because they lost 17% in their sales in the days and weeks after it. The people have spoken. You don't have to like it, but the people who buy Bud Light were like, I'm not buying it now. Now they may come back. I don't know. But that's where we are. Sales have dipped. Well, in the days following the initial uh, release of the can, Alyssa Heinerscheid, I hope I'm saying that right. I'm hooked on phonics. I tried very hard. Is that how to say it, guys? Oh, really? I didn't even practice that before the show. My mom would be very proud. Uh, Alyssa Heinerscheid uh, is the Bud Light executive, the marketing exec, who essentially was responsible for the specialty can. And uh, she did a podcast by the name of Make Yourself at Home on March 30th, where she discussed her work in transforming the Bud Light brand. Uh, the program, by the way, the, the, the can was called 365 Days of Girlhood. And it put on Dylan Mulvaney, um, a transgender activist who's dressed as a woman. Okay, so she's now addressing the decision, how she got there. And this is the lesson. Okay, She tells the podcast host, I'm a businesswoman. I had a really clear job to do when I took over Bud Light. And it was, this brand is in decline. Pay attention now. It's been in decline for a really long time. And if we do not attract young drinkers to come and drink this brand, there will be no future for Bud Light. She goes on to say she had a super clear mandate. That means she had the mandate from above. She had leaders above her who said, hey, you got a blank canvas, go do this. So it's very important to understand that. She had a mandate to evolve and elevate this inc- incredibly iconic brand. She said she brought a belief to Bud Light to evolve and elevate. And what that means is to incorporate inclusivity. It means shifting the tone. It means having a campaign that's truly inclusive. 
and feels lighter and brighter and different and appeals to women and to men. She then went on to disparage the past work of Bud Light. She said, we had this hangover. I mean, Bud Light had been in a kind of brand, had been the kind of brand of fratty, out-of-touch humor, and it was really important that we had another approach. Okay, so let me break down the comments from a business standpoint. So if those of you looking for social red meat, I'm not giving it to you. But there are three lessons or takeaways from this story. It was a massive failure for Bud Light. By the way, just to give you complete context, within days of this blowing up, the, the Anheuser-Busch CEO came out and kind of did a, it wasn't an apology, uh, but it was kind of an apology, and it just kind of was like, what? We love America. It was just okay. All right, now, here's the takeaway. Okay, Number one, this was a bad business decision. As I mentioned earlier, their profits tanked. I don't know what the long-term effects of the brand will be, and I'm not going to make a prediction. But it's a really bad decision because she's saying we had a hangover and we were losing customers. So here's what she should have asked. Why have the customers left? Maybe she did. I don't think if she did that she would have gotten the answer that she got. Why did they leave? Okay, part of the answer is in her statement that it was a fratty brand. Well, who's in frat? Who does that? That means a bunch of young guys, right? They don't care about social issues. They just want to get drunk on the cheap. That I mean, can we be honest? If your customer is a frat guy, he doesn't he may be socially liberal. We don't know what he is, but I can tell you this. He didn't leave your brand because you weren't inclusive enough. He left your brand because maybe Miller Lite or Old Milwaukee or something else was more attractive. She should have dug into that. Why'd they leave? Second question, where'd they go? They didn't leave because Bud, White, Bud Light wasn't being inclusive enough on one of the most hot-button social issues in the world. They're not that smart. They want cheap beer. She said, we had a hangover. Well, then you're doing good. Because if your customer has a hangover, sales are probably pretty good. We're selling beer. Point number two. This is not all on her. It's not all on her. She had leaders that there should have been checks and balances. So let's stop demonizing her. And then number three, social issues need to stay out of business. Sell your product or your service. Stop selling a social agenda. Just sell beer. Big news yesterday. One was bigger than the other item, but uh, something that you all need to learn because there's something to take. Now, uh, again, this is a this is a current story, so people get offended so easily. Uh, but again, my job is to provoke you. And provoke, by the way, is not a bad word. The true meaning of the word provoke is good. We ought to embrace it. We ought to be okay having to think about something. So I'm going to give you a couple different angles on the massive story coming out of Fox News, and full disclosure, full disclosure, not that anybody cares, but I'm going to tell you. Um, 
I'm on Fox News quite regularly and Fox Business. I am not a paid contributor, okay, but I am a frequent guest. So there's full disclosure. But this is, again, not about Fox. It's about Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon. Now, two stories. Fox lets go of Tucker Carlson. This The official statement from Fox says, okay, it's a mutual parting of ways. How mutual it was, we do not know, but it doesn't feel great because his last show was Friday evening and there was no goodbye, no sign-off. It was obvious he didn't know that he was being let go last night. They have a fill-in, Brian Kilmeade, who I've been on with before. He's filling in, and they're going to figure it out. Okay. Then you got Don Lemon let go same, same day from CNN. Now, both Lemon and Tucker have been in the news for things that they have said and done unrelated to their show. Okay. Uh, by the way, as I share this, it, it was just announced this morning, both Lemon and Carlson have hired the same lawyer. <laughs> and this lawyer, by the way, has been very successful in getting very nice payouts uh, for other uh, media personalities. His name is Brian Friedman. And so clearly there's no lawsuits that have been filed. Now here's what I want you to hear. Okay. If you're, and I'm going to, I'm going to share this to those of you who may not know what's going on because I've had a bunch of people say, Ken, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? I'll tell you what I think in a minute. And here's what happened. In Don Lemon's case, there have been many stories reported of him being misogynist in comments made abusive towards female colleagues. Um, it's been reported widely that he would blow off meetings, um, you know, no explanation. In other words, just unprofessional behavior, okay? With Carlson, he's currently being sued personally, as is the network of Fox, by his former head booker. Now, that's TV language for the person who gets guests for a TV show. And she is, and again, you can read about this. You can see her lawyer statements on this. I'm just reporting the facts. I'm not giving any opinion on this yet. But but she's suing Carlson and the network for saying, I was harassed. There's, there's not charges of sexual harassment, but harassment, anti-Semitic remarks, misogynist comments, you know, this kind of stuff. So again, whether or not she's right, you'll have to take it to court and Carlson can defend himself. So it's just an alleged charge in the form of a lawsuit. Okay, so that's been going on. Then many of you know that Fox just did a huge settlement, nearly $800 million settlement, largest of its kind, to Dominion Voting Systems, and they settled out of court. So Fox willingly stroked a check for that and acknowledged some wrongdoing on behalf of their on-air host. Well, in all those depositions, some really, really nasty emails that Carlson had sent and texts that he had sent about the network's leadership surfaced. And I'm talking crude. Stuff that I can't say, will not say out loud. So that's going on. So you take all of that together, and the lesson for us to learn is no matter how high a performer you are, and let, let's be very clear on this. 
before I drop the lesson. Let, let me give you a little more context. Um, Fox's stock dropped precipitously yesterday. It's been reported this morning it was just north of $500 million loss in stock because they let Carlson go. But Rup- you think Rupert Murdoch's an idiot? <laughs> Some of you do. But the guy's not an idiot. You may not like him. He's not an idiot. He knows he's going to take a hit. This is the most popular show in all of cable news. But the word is, is that it came down from on high that Rupert and his son Lachlan, who runs the company, they said, look, he's done. He's gone. Now, Don Lemon, not worth hardly anything to CNN because CNN's ratings are in the toilet anyway. But here's the lesson. No matter how long you've been somewhere, how much good work you've done, how big of a star you are, it gets to a point if you're a bigger problem than you are a profit, meaning you could be super profitable and in Tucker Carlson's case, super profitable, certainly to their stock price. Now, he had been losing sponsors of his show. So you start looking at that and you got Fox going, well, he's got huge ratings but we're losing sponsors right and left. He's saying mean things and nasty things about us as leaders. It's public domain now. And you start to go, is he more of a problem than he is a help to our profit? So it doesn't matter whether it's Tucker Carlson at Fox News or Don Lemon at CNN. When we, you, me, create more of a problem than we do a reason for profit or direct results to profit, at some point you got to know you're on notice. You know, as I was having a conversation the other day, I never would, but if an email or a text surfaced that was really disparaging to Dave Ramsey, I got to tell you, I'm not going to be shocked if I get canned. I'm not going to be like, oh, I didn't see that coming. And there are reports that Carlson didn't see it coming. Again, I'm not commenting on, is he great? Is he right? Is he wrong? I'm not getting into that. But when we see stories like this in the news, a lot of people are like, I can't believe it. And I will tell you that, Alex, initially I was like, wow, that's a shocker. However, I looked at all of the evidence, and I remember when those emails and texts were made public as a part of the Dominion case. And I'm going, Fox can't like that. They can't like that. You know? He had some nasty things to say about Trump. So I don't care what you think about Trump. Good, bad, ugly. You know, you got to think about the audience that watches Fox. I'd say they're probably pretty pro-Trump. So when you got your number one star saying privately, I hate the guy's guts or something to that effect, again... All of this gets to the point where no matter how valuable you think you are, no matter how valuable I think I am, you got to be a professional. You got to handle your disagreements with leadership in a classy way, or they're going to handle it for you. That's the takeaway. Like Don Lemon must have thought he was untouchable. I don't know. The bad behavior went on for years, according to inside reports. And then he went publicly on Twitter and said, I was summarily fired, and I'm I'm not quoting him, but you know I didn't even get a chance to meet with leadership. CNN immediately released a statement saying we offered an opportunity for him to meet with us. He said he didn't want to take it, so thus we communicated with his agent. So on his way out, he throws another Molotov cocktail. 
these guys are jerks. So here's my point. We're seeing this with young people today quitting jobs at Walmart, at fast food restaurants. This idea of if I feel wronged, I feel I can act and say anything. I can do whatever I believe is feels right versus what is right. And so again, I'm not saying Fox is right or wrong, CNN's right or wrong for firing either one of the guys. But I'm just telling you, when you look at the facts, no matter how big of a deal you are, and Tucker Carlson is a big freaking deal, no matter how big of a deal you are, you can burn a bridge pretty quickly. And at that point, you should be on notice. So finish well. Some of you need that breakthrough. You've been treated wrong. Uh, you need the breakthrough. I want to remind you, we got three more of my breakthrough events. Kansas City was a sellout and phenomenal. May 16th in Chicago, May 18th, Atlanta, May 23rd, Dallas, Texas, KenColeman.com slash events. Get your ticket right now. This is the Ken Coleman Show. Press on. Thanks for listening to the Ken Coleman Show. For more, you can find the show on demand wherever you listen to podcasts and watch the show on YouTube. You can also find Ken across all social media by following at Ken Coleman.